0: Hello, hello and welcome to The Mental Matchup, a podcast where we talk about one of the hardest competitions an athlete can face, the matchup against their own mind. On today's special episode, we talk with Amanda McGrew, the founder of Playoff, a dating app for athletes. It's a fun one and an inspiring one because Amanda is a badass entrepreneur and her competitive spirit and gift from her basketball career have clearly carried over into the business world. We cover the inspiration behind the app, the characteristics that make the athlete community unique, the fear associated with taking a leap of faith into something new, but the value of doing so, plus all of the anxiety and realities of dating in today's modern world. I'm excited for you guys to hear our conversation with Amanda in this short, special episode. So with that, let's dive right in.
1: Greaty, Amanda. Thank you so much for coming on the mental matchup with us today. I am, you know, a big fan of dating apps in general. Honestly, I think that they're so much fun, and it's just the way the world is going. So I'm really excited to talk about um, the playoff dating app and your inspiration for it. Also, you as an athlete beforehand, just all the things. So, um, first starters, I. W- Maybe we'll have you introduce yourself in your own words. Just give us a walkthrough of your basketball career and then um, what you're up to now.
2: Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Like she said, my name is Amanda McGrew. Um, I started playing basketball super young. I feel like I was kind of one of those kids that played every sport, whatever season it was um, growing up and then stuck with basketball. I ended up playing uh, for four years at the University of Rhode Island. And then I uh, did a fifth year at UMass Lowell after blowing my knee out um, and getting a redshirt year. So once I finished out in New England, um, I did a short stint overseas in Germany for a little while um, and then came home and started teaching PE and coaching basketball pretty much right away. Um, I could didn't get too far from sports and from the athletic community. Um, and while I was doing that, it was just about three years ago or almost four years ago now that I had the idea for playoff. Um, and you know, my own horrible dating life led me to wanting to make it a little bit easier for myself and eventually everybody else. Um, and I just thought it would be pretty cool. And so it started out as kind of like a side gig and um, eventually it's grown and grown, which is really exciting. And uh, just quit my PE teaching job last month uh, in August. Um, and now I'm diving in to full time.
1: So badass.
2: <laughs> Thank you, it doesn't always feel that way. <laughs>
0: I love it. Um, can you give a brief synopsis of what playoff is for those who may be listening and have no clue?
2: Yeah. So playoff is a dating app, uh, exclusive to current and former college and professional athletes. So anybody who played beyond the high school level, whether that be junior college, um, being, being drafted out of high school to the professional level, Olympic level, um, or the college level, anything beyond high school, um, each athlete on the, on the app is is verified to have done that. So you submit a link to your athletic bio and then you submit a selfie, uh, proving that you are who you say you are. Um, And each, like I said, each athlete is verified on there. And once you're verified, other athletes can start seeing you. Um, It functions very much like every other dating app where you're scrolling through people who are in your desired gender, age range, location, um, things like that. And once two people match, then they or once two people like each other, that creates a match and then they can start chatting. so it's pretty user-friendly, pretty easy to figure out, um, which is really nice uh, because it's kind of become the way of the world. It seems like a lot of people know how to use them. So there's not a lot of learning curve there. Um, but yeah, it's I, I feel like right now as it's growing, it's, it's difficult to say, oh, there's definitely gonna be millions of people in this specific area if you're, you know, like signing up from a very, very small town. That's a pretty remote. It's gets difficult to know whether or not there's going to be tons of people around you. So that's definitely the goal in terms of the next steps for playoff is making sure everybody's got plenty to swipe through.
1: <laughs> it's awesome. That was one thing that I I was actually just talking to one of my family members about the app and they were like, is like, how do you verify that people are athletes?
2: Yeah. So you, you submit a, a link to your bio. So I would say anybody, I would say probably under the age of about 40 at this point would have something on the internet about them playing in college, whether it be uh, a link to a bio, an article, a team roster, a media guide, you know, uh, whatever it would be. Um, and, And honestly, that's really why, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to kind of create that barrier of post high school Just, I mean, not only because I feel like my college athletic career definitely kind of separated me and and every other athlete who competed at that level, but also because it's the only thing you can really find on the Internet. You know, it's not like you can verify that somebody played a high school sport. It's just significantly uh, more challenging. So they submit that link. um, And I mean, I've had people who have reached out who are older than 40 and who have said like, oh, I don't I don't have a link but like, here's this other proof that I can give you, whether it's a photo or this. And I'm like, listen, I am in no business of turning people away. So please like, <laughs> I, I, I believe you, I'm with it. Like, I'm not here to like, shut you down. Um, so it's kind of been like by any means necessary sometimes if they can't find something on the internet, but that's been like a handful of people. Um, so yeah, then they, so they submit that and then they submit a selfie giving us a thumbs up uh, <laughs> just to confirm that they are in fact, the person in the profile pictures um it's actually kind of funny i've i've caught a few people doing like you know if you two were teammates like one of you creating a profile for the other one and like as a joke or something and i'm like Mm -hmm. okay i'm sure two teammates that's funny but that's like actually horrifying to the person who, who it's being created for or whoever thinks they're talking to person a and it's really not that person you know i think um that is one of the things I pride myself on is being able to like protect from things like that. So that's definitely part of the verification process. Catfishing
0: is real. It is so real. That freaks me out to think about it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm interested to hear what, I guess, because the app came from your experience with dating and I'm interested to hear how the athlete aspect of creating this like athlete only um, platform came about? Like what, what was the draw there?
2: Yeah. I think, um, in in getting myself kind of immediately involved with PE and coaching basketball, I don't think I knew it at the time, but I think I, my body, my mind were like saying, you can't go too far away. Like you're never going to go work in an office. You can't, you can't stray from athletics. Like this is what, you know, this is what you love. This is what you do. And this is also part of this identity piece, which I also think is super important in this whole kind of journey that like, I wasn't ready to no longer be Amanda the basketball player. I wasn't ready to have people see me as like, oh, this is Amanda and she's an accountant. Like that was not something that ever interests me at all. Um, and I think I just wasn't ready to go there. So I think becoming a PE teacher and a basketball coach lended itself to this fact that I wasn't ready to take that leap. Um, and then in the in the process of kind of finding finding else finding out what else I was beyond a basketball player, that's when I really realized how value how valuable my athletic experience has been in my life, even if it's not going to completely define me, right? Like I I was okay with letting go of the fact that I'm washed up and I'm not gonna be out on the court with anybody anytime soon and, and that's okay. But I also know that there's like intrinsic traits that I feel like I've gained from my athletic career that are irreplaceable and that are unique to people who have played at a high level or people who have gone through certain things. And I was really looking to, find other people like that. Either other people like that or somebody who would value that in me um, and who would kind of see where it's coming from, why it's there um, and, and kind of how to develop that and how to be compassionate towards that. And you know, those types of things. I think in my just generic swiping on all these major apps that where you're just kind of flooded with everybody, I was like, oh my God. You yeah, know, Skylar was like, oh, it's fun. And I was like, oh my God, it's horrifying. It's not fun. I hate I'm it. Like, I hate I'm it. I'm so, with you. I think it's not only do I hate it, but I hate it because I'm bad at it. Like, it's not, it's something that is not enjoyable because I don't feel like I do well. <laughs> I'm like, this is so bad. And it just got to the point where it started to feel like a job. It was, it was, I'm sure at the beginning it was fun, but I don't remember that point. Like, that feels like a very long time ago because it just started to feel like, this is this necessary part of life. If you don't do it this way, people make you feel like you're not going to find somebody. Um, And it feels very superficial and it feels, you know, so you're swiping through all these people. And I was like, I'm looking at them and making assumptions about them based on very little information. And it just is not a, it's not cool. It doesn't feel good. And so I figured that in creating Playoff, it would be a way to kind of have this foundation and this reference point of like, okay, at least I know X about this person. Like at least if nothing else, I know that. And for me, once all these niche apps started popping up, it's like, okay, there's an app for Christian people and farmers and vegans and Jewish people. And, you know, there was like almost an app for everybody. It could be based on your job, your religion, your ethnicity, whatever. And to me, I just kind of said, if I had to identify with one group of people for the rest of my life, who would it be? And the answer will always be athletes. I feel like if you put me in a room and and, and, and I can find other athletes, like, we'll have something to talk about for hours, you know, whether it be, and it doesn't even need to be like talking about the glory days. It could really just be the fact that you connect on a little bit of a deeper level that, that to me feels valuable. Um, so that was really kind of what I was looking for. And I was really hoping I was not the only one who saw it that way. Um, and it turns out other people tend to agree. You know, the one thing that I was nervous about was that in society, like male athletes are kind of put onto this pedestal, that, you know, is kind of like, oh, they're they're almost like celebrity like, and depending on the sport, obviously. And I was like, wow, I hope like I know, I know that a lot of women will date other athletes. And, and whether it be, you know, women-women relationships, women-men, whatever, I want there are a lot of people who gave me feedback, like, well, do you think the men wanna date female athletes? And I was offended immediately when I heard that because naturally I'm a female athlete. And I was like, why wouldn't you wanna date me? <laughs> like, come on. But um, it's been really nice to hear that like at any level, like there's, there's men who respond who are like, yeah, hell, hell yeah, like that's what I'm looking for. Even if you've got a different set of set or a different type of woman or man or whatever, that's like, almost, I don't wanna say at your disposal, but like a little, it's there's a lot of people at, at a higher level who we are playing at a high level who don't have any trouble dating, right? Like who, that's not an issue. Um, so they may not be the target demographic for, for the app, But getting feedback from people in that group, um, you know, and saying how excited they are about it, and saying like, "Oh no, this is definitely something I I'm going to get on and and you know find out more about," has been really exciting too because I feel like it just kind of validates the proof of the concept and validates the idea that like, oh yeah, I knew I knew everybody would agree, like this is cool, you know. So that that makes me feel good.
1: Yeah, and speaking of proof of concept, what was the point where you realized like, okay, this is something that I can commit to fully and drop my other full-time work?
2: Oh, that is like, I guess a sliding scale because I don't know if I ever truly felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And one of the things this woman said was like, the only time anything good is ever going to happen is if you jump in before you think you're ready. And I'm like, girl, preach like that is, <laughs> that is That is it. Because I was like, okay, once I reach X amount of users, I'm going to quit my job. Once I reach X amount of revenue per month, I'm going to quit my job. And, and like, I was hitting those milestones. I'm like, mm, this still doesn't feel great. So doesn't feel great. Or like, you still got health insurance over here or you still whatever. And like, or you still have enough time to do it or, you know, all these different things. And I was just making excuses. And I was like, you know what? Like, it's never going to happen if I don't make it happen. Right. And, and, and that's how I felt in creating the app. There was a lot of people who were like, Oh, you wouldn't actually create an app. Would you? And I'm like, well, yeah, I think like you're making me feel like I shouldn't now, but you know, there was a lot of imposter syndrome and things like that. But I think the diving in, well, I just reminded myself that I was, I was, I was, you know, courageous enough to dive in to make playoff that I should definitely be courageous enough three years down the line to believe in it enough to really give it the, the opportunity that it deserves. You know, it was really fun as like a side gig for a long time, but then in realizing that like there's people on there who aren't seeing enough people around them. And if you, Quit your job and hustle up more athletes to get on there. You will help them. Like that is that is what you sold them on. Like you have to do that for them. So that's kind of what's pushing me and lighting the fire underneath me right now.
0: Yeah, I think it's really important. Is it's not necessarily your belief in playoff or betting on playoff, but it's like a belief in betting on yourself. Like if you're not going to bet on yourself, who else is? Like that's kind of become a new motto in my life. Um, And so I'm. I'm interested to hear like in terms of dating and mental health and all the good stuff that comes with dating, like, am I wearing the right outfit? Like, are they going to like me? Like, you know, sweat, like I like literally will freak out before I go on dates because I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's taken me a long time to get to the point where I'm like, if a person doesn't like you, whether it's someone you're dating or a friend, or they tell you to tone it down or, you know, whatever they're probably not a person you want in your corner. Um, but again, taking a long time to get to that point. What's like your your take on kind of mental health, dating, and everything in between?
2: Yeah, I'm not even sure if I'm even at that point yet. You know, I mean, I feel like there's times where you know I'm still. And every, I, the one, some of people's first question is like, "Oh, has it worked for you?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, if that's the bar, then no, you guys like." But it's worked for so many people. Like, let's not focus on me right now. <laughs> and, and I'm like, that's not the point. That's not the point. But it's funny because I've gone on dates with guys from Playoff, um, and it's, which to me is exciting. And it's, and it's definitely in this idea of like meeting guys who I never would have otherwise met. Um, but I still get nervous before. And like, it sounds silly, but like, I should be confident in the fact that I'm walking into this date knowing that like, I was able to create the platform that brought us together. Like, that's kind of cool. Yet it's still like, it's not even always imposter syndrome. It's just like, uh, you know, a a lack of confidence in that I am worthy of whatever I know deep down I'm worthy of. I think it's a difficult thing to kind of maintain all the time. You know, I think it's going to ebb and flow and there's going to be days where you're like, well, I'm breaking out and I don't really want to do this right now. Or like, I don't feel like this is going to go well. Or, you know, I had a shitty day or whatever, you know, um, and I think, you know, social media is really difficult in, in the sense of all you're doing is constantly comparing yourself and your life to everybody else's around you. And that can be a, a time suck and an energy suck and a confidence suck. And it just starts to like make you feel like, oh, am I really doing a good job? And I, I think that makes the entire process of dating just feel incredibly overwhelming. And it, you know, it's, I, so I'm 34. And as a 34 year old, you guys are younger than me, but you can imagine how often I'm being asked like when I'm going to get married or like if I'm dating anybody or like, do you want to freeze your eggs? And I'm like, okay, everybody calm down. Okay. (laughs) Like I I can't do, I can't have this conversation. And so it's kind of, it's become funny at this point but that's also because I'm pretty good at like not putting the the time frame pressure on myself that I know many women do. I have friends who are very uncomfortable with the fact that at the age we're at, that they don't have any anybody significant in their life. And the thought is, uh, ob- not obviously, but the thought is eventually to have children uh, and a family. And I, I think like the more pressure that that adds, the, the more difficult that becomes, right? And I think dating and the the kind of cloud that is dating over your head just becomes heavier and heavier and more difficult to like find to be pleasant, you know?
0: take a quick break and we'll be back with amanda in a second we'd like to take a moment to talk about morgan's message without whom this podcast would not be possible morgan's message is amplifying stories resources and expertise to confront student athlete mental health we are building a community by and for athletes and providing a platform for advocacy morgan's message strives to eliminate the stigma surrounding mental health within the student athlete community and equalize the treatment of physical and mental health in athletics. Morgan's Message aims to expand the dialogue on mental health by normalizing conversations, empowering those who suffer in silence, and supporting those who may feel alone. To so help us take a shot at mental health, to support our mission, or to find out more, head to morgansmessage.org and follow along on Instagram at morgansmessage. Let's get back to Amanda.
1: One, one thing I was thinking about too is in terms of the, like the mental aspect of the dating app, I think that a lot of athletes have similar mentalities and I don't know if you've gotten that kind of feedback yet um, from people who are like, yeah, wow, I, I recognize so much of my mentality in this other person and I think that's what kind of brings us together.
2: Yeah, I would I would say definitely yes. I, I think what's funny is a lot of athletes responding by saying, Oh yeah, like other people just don't get us. Other people just don't get us. Like we're like, it's just so nice to have people on here who just get you. And it's funny because I until I had to start kind of explaining it to people, whether it be in this type of forum or to potential users or potential investors or whoever, like I never really had to articulate what that meant. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, we just get each other. And like I for a long time that was just enough. But then I had to articulate, like, what exactly does that mean? Like, why do we get each other? And what is it about our mentality or our perspective or how, you know, how we want to walk through life? What about that is actually different from anybody else? And, you know, one of the messages that I always try to continue to convey about playoff is that it really has nothing to do with athletes being better or worse than anybody else. Just simply different and having a different set of experiences and a different mindset and, you know, uh, looking at life potentially different than other people. And, you know, I think I also always try to remind people that it's like, I am in no way saying that every athlete is like the most committed and the most dedicated and like has all these, you know, unbelievable resume, you know, qualities on there and, or that, or that any non-athlete doesn't have those, you know, of course there's going to be tons of crossover. Um, and it's definitely not going to be exclusive to any one type of person, but I think given the experiences that athletes have gone through, Um, I don't know if there's any type of adversity that is both physical and mental kind of combined at the same time that really pulls you like that. It kind of forces you to get through things that are incredibly difficult. Obviously some can be, you know, as dangerous as life and death in terms of your mental health or, you know, physical injuries or things that, you know, some people deal with very extreme circumstances. Other people deal with things that are not as extreme, but are still you know, very, very real to them and their personal experience and whether it be disliking a coach or having a bad experience with teammates or, you know, things like that. But I think there's something about sports that I always thought was an incredible microcosm for life and just kind of shows your your ability to kind of, again, ebb and flow and be able to say, okay, one day can be really crappy and practice goes terrible or you lose by 20 points or you know, or you tear your ACL and whatever, but there's always this idea of like showing up the next day. And there's not a lot of things in life, you know, where you just choose to keep doing that, you know, and you're taught to, to continue every single day. And I think that for me, at least is what's definitely built a lot of grit in my, in my character and this idea of following through and, you know, knowing that people were super surprised that playoff even came to fruition to me was a little bit offensive. I was like, well, what do you mean? I told you I was gonna do it and and so I did it. And and a lot of people were like, Well, yeah, but a lot of people have ideas. Like that that happens all the time. And so I think I I had to take a step back and say, like, well, that's part of my athletic personality, like the, the traits of my athletic career that that has helped me has been like, Oh no, 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 if I say this is what's gonna happen, I'm doing everything in my power to get there you know, whether it's trying to win a conference championship or, and God knows that's not always going to be the case at the end, but there's always going to be something that you're pushing towards. Right. And it's kind of like pushing towards it with this level of like reckless abandon that most people on the outside would look in and be like, what the hell are they doing? Like why? And we've never had to explain why, because everybody in that circle just gets it, you know? So there's something magical about that and a little bit crazy, but I mean, I, I, I value it more than almost any part of my
1: life. You know, I think that's. Can't
2: do any
0: other. I'm trying to think I'm digesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> digesting. No, I think, I think though, that there is something to be said for just like athletics and athletes and, you know, that structure of being somewhere at X time for X amount of hours and and it's not just in athletics that you, you make the, make quote unquote, I'll use like quote unquote sacrifices. Um, but like, you know, having to balance different things in your life based on priority. And as like a college athlete, it was, you know, school, sport, and then friends. So I definitely get, get that balance, which is, it's a hard one to, to strike as well. Um, can you talk on, if there was any, and I know we kind of already touched on it, but that decision to just dive right in. Was there any fear? Like, I'd love to hear like the timeline of when you first were like, okay, if I hit this metric to when you actually dove in.
2: Right. Right. I would, I would say it was probably like the entire past, like 12 months that I was really like, could I really do that? would i really do that do i feel comfortable doing that you know is that something that's gonna like can i live doing that like can i pay my bills in that way um that's when i really started kind of even just considering in theory what life would be like if that was if, the, if playoff was my full-time job um i think one of the coolest things about playoff in general so so in college I, I i got degrees in finance and marketing and like i said i went straight to being a pe teacher i had little to no interest in ever using those degrees in any way um and i'm i as embarrassed as i should be to say that i it just is what it is i i i feel ridiculous saying it but i like i just didn't really want to do it Um, and i was so much more concerned about my quality of life and like knowing that like oh no teaching pe is gonna be fun like i like kids this is gonna be great every day i'm gonna wake up and be excited to go to work and I'm gonna have something different happen every single day that's gonna make me laugh and you know, things like that. So I think that was probably the most difficult thing to leave, but as terrible as COVID was, it actually worked out very, very well for me. Um, and by that, I mean, PE wasn't PE anymore and, and you know, PE wasn't able to happen in the same way. So I was asked to be put into the classroom and i had already been in the classroom years before um and i had taken taken over for a co-worker who was sick um so i had experienced being in the classroom and i had graciously asked to not be in the classroom anymore um that was not my jam i was i can do it i am i think i'm good at it but it was not something i wanted to do so when i was kind of forced to go back into the classroom because of covid um that really gave me a chance to sit back and be like yeah, you don't wanna do this anymore. This, this isn't for you. This isn't, this isn't filling your glass the way you need work to fill your glass. And, and, the way, and the kids are still filling your glass, but you're just not doing what you want to be doing. Um, and I think that also allowed me, and Zoom, being on Zoom with the kids all day, every day, as crazy as it was, it allowed me to see that, oh, I can work from home and be incredibly productive in the time that I'm not on Zoom with these kids. And I was like all out on playoff all day, every day, um, you know, middle of the, middle of the weekday, I'd have a 20 minute break in between classes and I was, you know, doing a phone interview with somebody, or I was hopping on a clubhouse call, or I was sending emails or whatever it was. I was like nonstop. And I think that just really confirmed for me that, oh, you can sit here all day and not even realize that it's nine o'clock at night and you haven't turned the TV on. Like you, you're doing fine. Like you are like, th- the problem will be that you like don't have a social life and you are too far gone, you know, down this road. So I think I was nervous that what what working from home would look like. Um, and so that COVID journey kind of like pushed me in the direction of like, nope, there is no time, but now. Like it, it is it and it's gotta happen. Um, and so that kind of led me there. And then there were some like logistical things that was like, okay, well, how are you gonna make up for like the fact that you now have to pay for your own health insurance? Like you now have to like, not only are you losing your salary, you're losing whatever it is, like four to 500 bucks a month to pay for health insurance. and. You know, there's many, many options out there. And I was like, I'm someone who might go to the doctor once every decade. Like I am like, I just don't, it's terrible, but I'm like, I don't, I don't want to do that. And I should be going more often. And so now I'm kind of like, all right, you're, you're paying your own way. So you probably might, you might as well go get a checkup every now and again. (laughs) Um, So I think in seeing that that the logistics were not as difficult to figure out as I thought, I was like, you have no excuse now. Like you, you really have no excuse. And I think with playoff also every next step in the process. So the next step for playoff is to fundraise and to basically like go to investors and ask, you know, say that we need to raise $2 million and that's going to last playoff for the next two years. And we're going to be able to operate and grow and kind of, kind of prove that like, Hey, with almost no money, no marketing money and me funding it myself, we've been able to get 55,000 users or so. And, just imagine how much bigger it could be with your money and like just really try to sell this to people and that is incredibly exciting but also pretty scary and i it's something i've never done before and i also remind myself that it's something people do every single day and they make all kinds of money doing it and why not me you know like why why would i be any different especially when i've created this proof of concept when i've shown that like there are people on there and There are people on there who are okay with swiping through people who are 2000 miles away. And like, your money will just help us, you know? It's just gonna be better, you know? So I think you can still really very easily talk yourself out of those things. Even if everything in the equation is pointing towards, yes, you should do that. It doesn't necessarily make it any easier to kind of you know pull the trigger and really go for it. Um, But I think there was enough signs that I couldn't turn away from anymore. It was, it, it was almost like now you're being negligent. Like now, now you're, now you're not proving that you even care about playoff. If you're, it, it was almost so far gone that I was like, okay, I really, really got to do this now, um, in, in a good way. But I think my family will laugh because they hear me all the time talk about it, and they're like, finally, like we've been, we've been saying this for a long time. And I'm like, I know, so am I. But now it's kind of put your money where your mouth is a little bit.
1: That's awesome. I have so much faith just from this short conversation with you. I feel like you're going to be such a good salesperson for, oh, that's so nice. yeah, no, I'm so Thank excited you. to see where it goes. Thank um, you so much. Currently taken, but we'll, right. we'll hop it? on that app if anything changes.
0: I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. Don't worry. There, I haven't like, opened it really. Well, but I love I'm it, on but it. There's, there's
2: always times where people are like, Oh, I wish I could get on, but I'm taken. And I'm like, dude, that is the goal. Like just be happy that you don't have to, because it is just something I want for people. <laughs> it's a means yeah. to an end. Hopefully.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um, so we normally wrap with three questions.
2: Okay.
0: Um, and the first question, I'm going to try to structure it a little bit differently. Uh, if you had one piece of advice for anyone listening who is trying to get either get back out there or date for the first time, get on your app. Like what's, what's one piece of advice you would tell them?
2: If I had to give advice to somebody who was wondering if they should get on the app, I would probably say, this is gonna be significantly easier than any of the other generic, generic dating apps out there. And it's kind of like, give, your, give yourself a chance. In the same way that I feel like I had to believe in myself to create Playoff, Everybody should be believing in themselves enough to be able to kind of go out there and, and meet the kind of person that they want to meet. If this sounds even remotely, you know, enjoyable, then it's something that you are worthy of. You know, it's something that you are are should be giving yourself the the time and commitment to be able to do. And for me, like the time and commitment is difficult. So I think making it a slight a sliver easier with playoff and kind of honing in on the on the on the target, kind of whatever type of person you're trying to date. Is I think what I was really trying to do, and that was the goal here. And I think for me, the coolest part about it is that it doesn't really general. I'm sorry, it's, it's still much, it's still very general in terms of sexuality, religion, you know, ethnicity. It's like that's what's so cool about athletes is that they're not any one type of person, you know. So I think that's what's really exciting about the diversity on playoff and how you know you're you're you don't have to say you're looking for one type of human, but there's still this one piece of them that kind of connects all of them. So you are worthy of going for it.
1: Amazing, I think that's yeah, great advice and what a lot of people I think need to hear and want to hear. Um, what is one thing that you are grateful for?
2: I'm grateful for my family. I am so grateful for my family. They um, they really kind of empower, not kind of, they empower me. They like being great. I'm one of four kids, and all of us grew up playing sports. You know, it was kind of this quintessential sports family, sports loving family. My dad was our coach through whatever, all of the seasons, you know, going through middle school. And, um, I think seeing how hard my parents work and seeing how hard that in turn made me and my siblings work, um, and how much value we see in that everyday grind and how we enjoy doing difficult things and trying difficult things, um, is really encouraging to me. I, I feel like I, live in an era where hard work isn't always you know celebrated um if it doesn't turn out the way people envision it turning out or if it doesn't become popular or viral or you know whatever sale you know a ton of sales um, i think it's i think it's really difficult because i i really value what my family and my corner likes to do when nobody's watching you know i think that's that's incredibly inspiring to me
1: I think that's so cool. I think that that is like the kind of mentality that I have the most respect for. And I think is also, um, very common in athletes in general. Yeah. And I mean, outside of it too, but yeah, props to your family. Sound like some dope people.
2: (laughs) It's exciting to watch and I'm sure there's millions more people out there like it. So props to them too. Yeah.
0: Amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for coming on and chatting with us.
2: Of
0: course. Um, I am pumped. I know it's going to absolutely crush. And hopefully, you know, some of our listeners will hop on and join and put themselves out there. Um,
2: absolutely. Slightly terrifying, but think of the upside. Think of the upside. <laughs> There's really no downside because the downside is just staying where you're at. The upside is true happiness. Who wouldn't want that?
0: <laughs> Another huge thank you to Amanda for coming on and talking all things app related as well as her journey from, you know, quitting her nine to five to really invest in herself and invest in her app um, and betting on yourself and the value of doing so. But also the reality that betting on yourself and taking a leap of faith can be anxiety ridden and it's there's a lot of fear right associated with it um, I walked away very, very inspired from our conversation. Um, if you want to get in touch with Amanda, you can follow her at AM, AMACRU, excuse me, 21, or at Playoff Dating App. Um, to get in touch with Morgan's Message, you can follow us at Morgan's Message or go online to morgansmessage.org and follow the Mental Matchup on Instagram at the Mental Matchup or thementalmatchup.com and we will see you next week.